This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. The legal information presented on In Legal Terms is meant to provide general information about the topics discussed and is not necessarily the opinion of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. The information conveyed does not create any type of attorney-client relationship. Please consult an attorney provider before making any decisions about your specific legal questions. Welcome back. This is In Legal Terms from MPB Think Radio, the show all about you and your rights. I'm Liz Gill, joined today by Professor Richard Gershon of the University of Mississippi School of Law. Just you and me today uh, and all of our guests who want to call in. And this morning, we're going to talk about why you should participate in jury duty. We're not, this isn't uh, 10 excuses to get out of jury duty show. This is 10 reasons why you should. What are the benefits for uh, participating in jury duty? Uh, well, I'm, 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 I guess I'll ask, Professor Gershon, have you ever gotten to serve on a jury? Yes, I have. Good morning. I uh, was on a jury in Florida when I lived there. Uh, and interestingly enough, the lawyer uh, who uh, was involved in that uh, that trial was one of my former students. But it was a default judgment, which means that the defendant did not uh, appear. And so, you know, it was just the lawyer for the plaintiff side and just the plaintiff. And so that lawyer didn't want to excuse me for any reason since I, you know, I, I said I could be fair in, in determination. But it was really just a matter of that case of determining liability. But uh, I've never served on a on a jury in a in a contested trial. Well, I, I guess a year ago, February was on a jury for about uh, a week. It was um, at the at the federal courthouse. Um, and so that. That was something interesting. It was a uh, uh, sh- the plaintiff thought she had been unjustly fired uh, and uh, was contesting that. So it it was just so interesting. Unfortunately, it was pretty much an open and shut case. But she had her day in court, and I got to see how it all worked. So it was it uh, was interesting. And that's the key: is that people deserve their day in court, and that's why our system is set up the way it is. That we can uh, resolve our disputes in that kind of setting and that kind of forum. And so good for you for doing your service. Well, it. You know, it it goes down to thinking if I, you know, God forbid, if I should ever get arrested for something and have to go to court, who do I want as my jury? Do I want a a bunch of people who just couldn't come up with good enough excuses to get out of it? Or do I want people who are interested in the process, who are interested in seeing that justice serves? And, uh, you know, that's the way you got to think about it as far as I'm concerned. Exactly. And it is your constitutional right, especially if you're if you are uh, accused of a in, in, in a criminal case, uh, you are entitled to a speedy and public trial by an impartial jury. 
And, and, and so that's really something that uh, you're also entitled to assistance of counsel. But, you know, that's the Sixth Amendment. And uh, and so when people talk about things that protect our rights in the Constitution, that's a, a basic right that we have. Well, and you just said that the magic words, that was our number one on 10 reasons you should participate in jury duty. And if you have a, a comment about jury duty, uh, we'd love for uh, any listeners to give us a call. Our number is one eight seven seven six seven two. 7464. I've also got the email open if anyone wanted to email us. Our address is legalterms at mpbonline.org. And Professor Gershon, you, you hit the, 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 the head, nail right on the head. Uh, our number one li- reason was the American jury trial is a constitutional right. And it's the closest that a lot of us will come to the Constitution. That's right. And, you know, actually, there there are two amendments that deal with jury trial. The Seventh Amendment also talks about the fact that in civil cases that uh, someone uh, has a right to jury trial as well in any court in the United States or the federal courts. And uh, and states have also applied that in their constitutions, that we have right to jury trial in civil cases as well. And, you know, a lot of us, unfortunately, waive that right when we uh, click on apps that we download. You know, if you read the information in there, you are waiving your right to jury and, and uh, submitting yourself to mandatory arbitration instead. By the way, good, good, something good happened, I think, recently is that Uber had mandatory arbitration clauses. But for people who are accusing Uber drivers of sexual assault, uh, Uber's going to waive those mandatory arbitration uh, clauses. So those, those cases can be tried in a court in front of a jury uh, in open court, which I think will be an important important step. That that is good, and you know, a lot of times it seems like the the apps with the mandatory arbitration. Uh, some of these businesses have us over a barrel, and isn't it? Uh, am I correct in with the financial institutions that was uh, a possibility of getting that waived, but it wasn't. Right. And, you know, that's it, 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 it really you're right. We don't have many, uh, many options. I mean, if we want to have uh, cell phones or we want to have, um, you know, be do online banking, things like that. And, you know, a lot of times we're going to be waiving those right, that right to the trial by jury. But it, it's important for us to think about that because, uh, you know, trial by jury is something that the founding fathers thought was important enough, not only in criminal cases, but in civil cases. And we far too often give up that right uh, in, in our society. All right. Well, we're going to move on to number two, and these are in no particular order on 10 reasons you should participate in jury duty is uh, the jury trial is a vital part of America's systems of checks and balances. Why don't you expand on that a little bit, Professor Gershon? Well, you know, we have three uh, government, you know, we, we have three forms. I, I should say, let me say this: three branches of government. <laughs> one of those, uh, one of those days, three branches of government, and they're all co-equal. And we think about the executive branch, uh, and we think about the legislative branch, but the judicial branch is is equal to those other branches. And uh, you know, our right to appear in a jury trial, our right to uh, have our, our day in court is just as important as any of those other branches. And we want to uh, have a judicial system that is robust and strong because that is how an independent judiciary is, is how we preserve our democracy. 
That's right. And but I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead. If uh, you are here are some reasons that you do not have to serve uh, in a jury. If you are ill and on account of the illness, you're incapable of performing jury service. These are reasons you could uh, not be on a jury. If it would cause undue or extreme physical or financial hardship to the prospective juror or a person under his care or supervision, you can not serve on jury duty, or if the potential jury juror was a breastfeeding mother, and that was, uh, I, wouldn't, I guess I'll say excuse, that was one of the excuses when I got called one time on why I didn't, because I had a little bit, tiny baby at home and uh, wasn't able to, to serve. Right. Well, that's, you know, and that certainly is legitimate. Now, you know, you talk about um, that one is an obvious one that, that would be fairly easy to substantiate. Now, the illness, you are going to have to have some kind of uh, documentation from a physician showing illness at the time uh, the person was called to serve. And all of this is in the uh, the Mississippi Code. I, you know, I can't help but cite the Mississippi Code. It's uh, Code Section 13-5-23 is what gives us the reason someone can be uh, excused. But it starts by saying all qualified persons shall be liable to serve as jurors uh, unless excused uh, by the court for one of the following causes. So we are commanded by law, our state law, uh, to serve on jury when we are called. And the excuses you mentioned are, are important. I mean, you, when they think when we think about financial harm, uh, hardship to someone. If someone uh, is a is a business owner and they are the only employee of the business and, you know, they're going to have to shut their business down for a few days, uh, potentially even longer than that to serve on a jury, that might be a, a reason for them to be excused. But if I but, you know, I work at a university and uh, and my university will continue to pay me even when I go on jury duty. So there's really no financial hardship there. And most employers, uh, especially employers of any large size, will continue to pay pay uh, their employees for jury service. All right. We're going to go do one more of our 10 reasons you should participate in jury duty before we take our break. But folks, remember, uh, this show's only going to be on for about 45 more minutes. So if you want to contribute to the show, we need you to get your calls in now so you're not left uh, high and dry at the end of the show. Our number is one 877 Six seven two seven four six four. That uh, turns out to be one eight seven seven MPB ring, and our address is Legal Terms at mpbonline.org. Another reason you should participate is the Founding Fathers included jury trials in the Constitution because jury trials prevent tyranny. Only you can prevent tyranny. Well, that, that's an important point. You know, really, our democracy works uh, as a, it's really a republic. And when we think about a republic, we're thinking about the, the people have the power and they elect representatives. But when we're in a, in a court, you know, there are some countries where there's not a right to jury. And, you know, the the government can decide there's certain people that we don't like, certain people that we uh, will will not give full rights to. And their trial is not going to be a fair trial. And so the way we democratize, the way we make sure that uh, there's not tyranny is to make sure that it is the people who get to decide whether someone is guilty in a criminal matter. It's the people who get to decide in civil cases. That's 
you know, that is a true republic. That's a true democracy is the power is in people and not in the government itself and not in the system itself. And so our, our duty to serve on a jury is, is a part of our having power in our government and, and part of you know, protecting against tyranny. And so next time someone tries to get out of jury duty, think about who they're giving the power of, uh, of the, the judicial system to. So we're going to go ahead and take our first break. But uh, when we come back, we're going to continue our discussion about 10 reasons you should participate in jury duty. Uh, our phone number to give us a call is 1-877-MPB-RING. That's one 877 672-7464. Our email address is legalterms at mpbonline.org. You're listening to In Legal Terms on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back to In Legal Terms. Now, we realize that not everybody has a chance to listen to all of our show live so if you miss any of our program, you can go back and listen to the whole show at mpbonline.org slash in legal terms. It's also available on the MPB media app, as is all our local shows. I'm Liz Gill, uh, not an attorney, but an MPB employee. And I'm here with our expert, Professor Richard Gershon from the University of Mississippi School of Law. And this morning, we're talking about 10 reasons you should participate in jury duty. But I'm also throwing out a couple of uh, reasons why, if you can't, uh, you shouldn't. Um, Another reason is if uh, it would be you would have to abandon a person under your personal care or supervision due to the impossibility of obtaining an appropriate substitute caregiver during the period of participation in the jury pool or on the jury. But we would hope that even if you are a caregiver of little kids or an elderly person or an ill person, um, you know, maybe somebody could help you out, out a little bit just so you could uh, participate in uh, the in jury pool or the jury selection. Right. It's it's an important process. It really is. We talked about some of the reasons. And, you know, one thing that we think about is we have rights in this country. And you hear a lot of people talking about their rights. And even on this show, people will call in and, and talk about, you know, that uh, in some ways, uh, even having to wear a seatbelt is an infringement on their rights. But, you know, the fact is, w- what we forget about sometimes is that with rights come responsibilities. And so, yes, we have rights, but we have responsibilities, too, to support those rights. And, and one of 
our responsibilities is to play an active part in our participatory government. That would include voting and serving on a jury. Well, and one thing about uh, serving on a jury, it's a unique part of America's democracy. Tell us about some of the other countries. You mentioned that a little bit before the break. Well, I know, uh, believe it or not, when I I lived in Texas, my law school there had a relationship with the Supreme Court of Mongolia. Uh, (laughs) And, you know, and and they had just uh, become a free country. They were no longer part of the Soviet Union. And one of the things that they realized uh, as they started to democratize was that they did not have an independent judiciary, that their judicial branch was under the Department of Ministry, the Ministry of Justice, and the Supreme Court justices could be removed any time they came up with a decision that the Ministry of Justice didn't like. And so really, it was not it was not true justice, was not true separate branch. They did not have a jury system. Uh, People could be put in jail for extended periods of time with no reason and held there, uh, you know, for uh, you know, two, over 200 days for no reason. Uh, and, you know, so that I mean, when we created a system of justice here, we wanted a system of justice that was done in the open uh, with juries. Now, I know it's not a perfect system. We, we've talked about on previous shows, uh, for example, um, when we talked about Emmett Till, that's not a, it's not a perfect system. But I think we, we continue to work to make it better. Uh, and programs like our MacArthur Justice Clinic uh, continue to, to try to make it a better system. But right now, it's still you know, one of the best, if not the best, judicial systems in the world. All right. And let's go on. We'll move on to number five on uh, some of our reasons that you should participate in jury duty. Jury trials provide an opportunity for citizens to participate in the process of governing. Um, You know, a lot of us aren't elected officials, and this gives us a way to possibly uh, help make laws. Is that right? That's correct. I mean, at least in terms of finding, you know, listening to evidence and and deciding, uh, uh, you know, the outcome based on the evidence that, that a jury hears in a court. Yes. I mean, that's participation. It's important participation. And, uh, you know, there have been studies that show some people say, well, we should abandon the jury system completely. Uh, you know, they don't trust juries. But there, there was actually a study done uh, on the uh, the wisdom of the crowd and not a TV show that was canceled recently. But a, the wisdom of the crowd was a, a study that showed that uh, collective thinking, deliberation collectively actually comes to a better result than uh, someone thinking singly and that actually crowds together are smarter than individuals that make up the crowds, interestingly enough, and come to to better conclusions. So that deliberative process of juries is so important in coming to the right outcome. And it would be, I think, a huge mistake to abandon juries. Um, I have to say, this is my my comment uh, and not the opinion of MPB, but one of the problems I have with uh, tort reform is that tort reform limits the ability of juries to make decisions. And, and, and because it limits the amount of damages they can give in a case, even though they may determine that someone's entitled to a greater amount of damages. So I think tort reform actually impacts on our separation of powers. And uh, it's just not, in my opinion, advisable. All right. Well, we now have a we've got a call and we'd love anyone else to participate in our show by giving us a call. Our number is one eight seven seven. MPB ring. That's one 
877-672-7464. We'd like to welcome to the show Ann from Jackson. What you got to say, Ann? Uh, hello. I, want, I just wanted to reemphasize the importance of jury service. Uh, my daughter was murdered by a serial killer in Baton Rouge, and I was part of a lengthy trial in the Lloyd Dyer jury selection process there. And I, I have vowed I would never, never, ever miss an opportunity to serve on a jury again. It was attending the Lloyd Dyer was more frightening than I can say. Uh, listening to people who hold your life, you're the outcome of the most important thing that's ever happened to you at that point, they hold the decisions, all the decisions about that in their hands, and you have no power. A jury is incredibly powerful, and in our case, they did a remarkable job in in deciding the truth or the truth of the matter in our case, which was a serial murder case. But it's so important. I can't tell you how important it was to us, you know, that those people were willing to serve and willing to think and be exposed to the terrible things they were exposed to during the trial. It just, you can't say enough about how important it is. And I just wanted to agree with the things you said and to urge people to consider the importance of making the choice to serve and, and, the, and your obligation to serve. And that's all. And we appreciate you calling in. Um, what a horrible circumstance for you to gain that knowledge. But we appreciate you calling in to let others know. You know, a lot of times we don't think about, uh, you know, from that point of view. Uh, a lot of us are, you know, think about our own lives. Uh, oh, I'm going to miss work. Oh, I'll have to cut short a trip I had planned. Or, oh, it'll be inconvenience to go into a courthouse every day. Or, oh, I have to just sit around and wait for a few hours. Uh, well, but it's profoundly You've really showed us for that. For the people involved in the trial, profoundly so. Thank you, Ann. We appreciate you you calling in today on that. Um, wow, that, that was powerful to hear that. It was. And, Ann, we're so sorry uh, that you had to go through that tragedy. And I do think, I think an important part of jury service is, you know, we are, we are so disconnected in our society. It's so easy to to, uh, you know, not um, connect with other people, given all the electronic uh, means that we have now to communicate and not person to person communication. But, you know, a jury has to sit and listen to evidence uh, in cases, unfortunately, like the one that Ann talked about. Uh, and I think that can reconnect people to to humanity in, in, in that way. I mean, the fact is what happens in trials you know, are about people going through difficult times uh, in any event. That's why they're in trial. And so I, I think that can be part of the responsibility of being a juror, but also part of the learning process that takes place uh, in being a juror as well. And you're right, Professor Gershon. We, a lot of these reality shows are popular on television, but uh, folks need to remember that jurors are asked to involve themselves in some of the most personal, sometimes sensational, sometimes terrifying events in a community. 
it is real life. Um, a lot of times it is a tragedy, uh, and it's played out uh, in the courts. But this is your obligation. Uh, your this is an opportunity for citizens to participate uh, in this governing process. Absolutely, and uh, you know, and and the thing about it is, you know, the there are criminal cases uh, like the one Ann described, but there are also important decisions juries make in civil cases, too, in, in hearing evidence and, des- and deciding uh, what more likely than not is the truth. And that collective judgment gets it right. And, you know, and they're, they're, you know, for people that are worried, well, what if they get it wrong? There is the appeal process. And if a jury really gets it wrong, you know, uh, an appellate court will overturn that decision. But more often than not, juries get it right. Well, and the the opportunity to participate, uh, I'm going to put you on the spot just a little bit. And if you need to look up from a, a legal website when we take our next break, um, when you serve on a jury, uh, you is your if you have a job, is your job secure when you go to serve on it? You know, if you have to take time off, is your job secure? It absolutely should be. Uh, you know, and what I said was most, most employers will actually even pay you for the time that you do jury service, and that's something that, um, you know, is, is something that we expect from employers. The, the time that it wouldn't be secure is if you're in a small, uh, small shop, if you're one of, uh, you know, one or two people, and that, that would be a reason to be excused from jury service. So if your job's not going to be secure and there's going to be a financial hardship because your job's not going to be secure, then the statute does allow for, uh, being excused in that case. Uh, also, if you are uh, away for a long time, you know most most trials uh, don't last you know ten days, but there's actually a pool of money available to pay employees who are in trials for a lengthy trial of more than ten days, uh, and that will supplement whatever m- money they lose, or at least they can apply to get a supplement for whatever money they lose by not. Uh, by uh, you know not being able to work during that time, so you know employers understand that jury duty is an obligation, and uh, their employees should should be able to uh, fulfill that obligation. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and take our second break of the hour. Gary from Oxford, hang on. This morning we're talking about ten reasons you should participate in jury duty. Uh, we're trying to give you reasons, not excuses. We uh, want to encourage you to do your uh, civic duty, be part of the system of checks and balances, uh, get up close with the Constitution, and uh, prevent tyranny. How often do you get to prevent tyranny? So give us a call. Our number is 1-877-MPB-RING. That works out to 1-877-672-7464. Our email address is legalterms at mpbonline.org. This is In Legal Terms on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome. 
welcome back. You're listening to In Legal Terms on MPB Think Radio. Professor Richard Gershon is our expert from the University of Mississippi School of Law in Oxford. And this morning, we're talking about 10 reasons you should participate in jury duty. Our number, if uh, you have a question uh, or a comment, uh, if you have a jury duty story, Dury, jury dur- duty story you want to share with us? Uh, our number is one eight seven seven MPB ring. That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. We heard from Ann in Jackson who was extremely grateful for the people who did not get out of jury duty uh, when uh, there was a case that was close to her heart. Uh, we've got a couple of calls on the line now. Uh, Larry, hang on. Uh, Gary from Oxford, uh, thanks for calling in to In Legal Terms. Go ahead. Good morning. Uh, appreciate your interesting discussion this morning. The uh, question I might ask you to address is, I think people are more familiar with jury selection and criminal and civil cases just from you know TV and stuff. But uh, could you talk a little bit about a uh, grand jury selection process and uh, maybe clue us in on a little bit of that? I'd be happy to, Gary. Thank you for that question. And, you know, we talk about the, the typical jury that people see uh, on TV is, a, is called a petit jury or a petite jury. Uh, it, but a grand jury is something different. And a grand jury is uh, the process for a grand jury is done in criminal cases where a prosecutor uh, seeks to get an indictment of a, of a criminal defendant and, you know, and to decide whether then the prosecutor will go forward to actually a trial that would involve the more typical jury. But a, but a grand jury uh, usually is in size between 15 and 23 people, uh, sometimes 25. Uh, and grand jurors are selected similarly to uh, the way jurors are selected, which is uh, they are you know, from the voting rolls. Uh, and so, you know, you could be selected to be on a grand jury, also uh, part of your duty to serve. Uh, and what you would hear is not so much the evidence the way it's presented in a courtroom uh, in a trial, but it's a much more relaxed setting where, in essence, the prosecutor uh, is presenting uh, the the case to see whether, uh, you know, a majority of the grand jurors agree that it, it makes sense to go forward with the case. So it's a much less structured uh, type of uh, setting, uh, no evidentiary rules, things like that. Um, the thing about a grand jury is that it doesn't require unanimous decision by the jurors, whereas a criminal case involving an actual trial of the defendant involves unanimous decision uh, by the 12 jurors. So, you know, it's, it's just a different type of uh, setting. Now, the thing about a grand jury is you could be asked to serve for a month or even months. Typically, you won't have to uh, be in, in a grand jury every day. Uh, so it's not as burdensome that way, but it could uh, the grand jury uh, process could last a, a long time for someone who's selected on a, on a grand jury. So I hope that answered your question. Gary, we oh, excuse me, Gary, we do appreciate uh, your call. It, it, that uh, was something I hadn't thought of, but looking down a little bit farther, if you're on a grand jury, then you can't serve on any other jury duties is uh, one of the things on our list. 
Well, that, that's right. And, you know, and, and grand jurors, uh, you know, there's there are reasons why someone might not be able to appear. If you're on a grand jury and, and you're going on for over a month in terms of having to to be on that grand jury, there are times where you just won't be able to, to, to come to a session. And so uh, you, typically what will happen is the grand jury can convene with a quorum of the grand jurors who are who are present. So, uh, you know, that that's something also that's a little bit different from the typical jury that we think about uh, in trial. All right. Well, next we have a call. Uh, we'd like to go to Larry in Hazelhurst. Thanks for calling the show, Larry. Go ahead. Yes. Uh, recently we've been reading about this man who was released after 20 years in prison when he was innocent. And, in fact, uh, it was a good while that uh, the judicial system knew he was innocent but wouldn't release him for some reason. Uh, it seems to me that when someone is innocent, then there ought to be a way of recompense, that the, the lawyer, the judge, or whoever ought to have to pay for every day that he was in prison innocently. Uh, it's very complex, I'm aware, but I, I know that the, the, your dean there, law school, can, can see, sift through this. But shouldn't there be some kind of recompense uh, against the judicial system when a man is innocent and even someone else that even pleaded guilty? That, that'd be all. Well, that's a great question, Larry. And in fact, uh, I, I, I'm proud to say that our Innocence Project here uh, at the law school um, run by uh, Professor Tucker Carrington um, it has secured uh, the freedom of people who are wrongly accused and been able to approach the legislature and have uh, have them compensated uh, to some extent for their their time. Uh, and so, you know, there there, there is that process. Uh, it doesn't happen all the time, but uh, it is something that certainly should happen. It's usually not, though, the the court itself that pays the compensation or the the prosecutor, but it would be the state. Uh, of Mississippi in this case that that paid the compensation. Uh, there also, if someone, for example, brought uh, information that they knew was false, and someone was convicted because of that, then they might be uh, civilly liable for for that. Uh, but uh, you know, typically, um, when we talk about compensation, that's going to come from the state, and it has happened, and I think it it should happen in the right circumstance. And that is a fascinating topic, but today we're focusing on 10 reasons you should participate in jury duty. Um, If you would like to give us a call, our number is 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. We're talking about reasons that you should just go ahead and uh, uh, be part of the jury system. Don't try to duck out. Don't try to get an excuse. Our number six on our list is jury trials educate jurors uh, about the justice system. You know, I'm sure it's been quite a long time since a lot of us had civics lessons or government classes. And to to just get to watch, to to learn uh, how it it actually functions rather than trying to get a lot of information from TV. Well, that's right. I think we get so much of our information in sound bites. Uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, crawls across the TV screen or uh, you know links that we we check on and on online. But to really be in a in a trial and to watch it take place, I think it, it's a, a fascinating experience, and it also it, it is an important educational experience to see, for people to see why uh, these things matter. 
and, and why jury service matters. So uh, the education about our just justice system is so important. And, you know, I would say, it, it, we, you know, an informed and educated populace is the best way to preserve our democracy. Well, and I think you're at one's attitude in life goes a long way to determining how one enjoys life. And if uh, one gets picked for jury duty or at least gets the little info, uh, letter in the mail, uh, you know, think of it as uh, an adventure. Think of it as a, a way to learn, uh, a way to break out of your uh, comfort zone, your regular day-to-day tasks to, to learn and try to find the enjoyment in learning. I agree. But the, and the other thing is, too, to think about, I always try to project, okay, it may seem like a burden, but project yourself into another country where the jury system doesn't exist. And, and think about the freedoms that we, we, we so take for granted, I think, in this country. And, and so, you know, part of that, our, our, with our benefits comes some burdens, and, and we should uh, take pride in those burdens as well. All right. Well, we've got uh, a full case of a uh, full lineup of phones. So uh, Derek, Roger and Melissa, hang on. Now we're going to go to Phil in Gulfport. Phil, thanks for being a part of our 10 Reasons You Should Participate in Jury Duty show. Go ahead. Well, well good morning. It is very important. Uh, I think of all the times that I could not serve. I got the little postcard to mail. A lot of people say, oh, no. And uh, Due to my uh, work as a first responder, I wasn't able to attend a lot of them. <clears throat> the two I did was able to make, I uh, had to recuse myself because the defense lawyer was my next door neighbor, and another one, the judge, was a very good friend. Can you volunteer to serve? Phil, that's a great question. You know, uh, and uh, I think that would depend on the. The court that you're in front of. I mean, they're, they're, I, as far as I know, I don't know anyone who's volunteered to be a juror. Uh, it, you know, they take it from the voting uh, rolls and uh, and voter registration. So, but I would contact your local court and say, hey, you know, I wanted to serve as a juror, and and it's possible they may select you. I don't know, but I, I appreciate the fact that. You, you had to recuse yourself for good reason. Uh, you know, we, we want the jury to be impartial and unbiased. And uh, so hopefully you can get one of those on one of those juries where you can serve uh, without uh, having to recuse yourself. And, Phil, we appreciate you being a, a first responder and uh, glad that you're, you're civic. You appear to be a civic minded individual. And uh, I think Mississippi can. Uh, Uh, use as many of those individuals as we can. Thanks. Now we're going to move on to Melissa from Gulfport. Uh, Thanks for being part of our 10 Reasons You Should Participate in Jury Duty show, Melissa. Well, thank you very much. Uh, So I'm a transplant out here, but I came from Arizona. um, And so I just want to say my own experience of being on a jury. In Arizona, at least, we were allowed to ask questions as jury members to whoever was um, on the stand at that time being questioned. And that was, I thought, a very unique and great opportunity as a juror because we all brought our own knowledge and backgrounds to the court in this case um, and was able to ask, I thought, some very good questions. And so I wasn't sure if that's available in Mississippi as well, but I just did, I also wanted to share that experience. Ooh, thanks, Melissa. We appreciate hearing your story. 
Yeah, but that's, that's a great story, and it's not typical. It is not typical that jurors ask questions during the proceedings. Um, they can often ask the, the judge to examine evidence, uh, but it probably would be an interesting and good deliberative process to allow juries to ask questions. Again, the the, the, the point you raised is collective wisdom, and the collective wisdom of the jury can can uh, uh, come up to you know, with a good a good response, a good process that uh, may not ha- occur if we just have individuals. But usually, we want the lawyers uh, to be the ones conducting uh, the questioning of witnesses and and conducting the uh, the, the examination of the evidence uh, because lawyers are trained to do that, and and the jury's role is to then. Uh, determine what the facts are. And so uh, you're going to see more typically uh, that juries don't ask questions. But that's an interesting, uh, interesting way of approaching it. All right. Thanks, Melissa. We're going to go ahead and take our last break of the hour. We're talking about 10 reasons you should participate in jury duty. Uh, If you'd like to give us a call, our number is 1-877-MPB-RING. Our email address is legalterms at mpbonline.org. This is In Legal Terms on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back to In Legal Terms. So remember, if you miss any of this program, you can listen to the whole show at mpbonline.org in legal terms, slash in legal terms. It's also available on the MPB Media app, as is all our local shows, because we want you to know 10 reasons that you should participate in jury duty. I'm Liz Gill, uh, here with Professor Richard Gershon from the University of Mississippi School of Law. Roger and Derek, hang on. Uh, Let's uh, knock off uh, uh, one or two more of these on our list. Uh, Number seven, jury trials provide a method of peaceful peaceful dispute resolution. There you go. Right there. That's awesome. It is awesome. And you think about around the world, you know, that disputes uh, between people don't always resolve themselves peacefully. But we our judicial system here does do that and does an effective job of peaceful uh, dispute resolution. Having people who have arguments have a forum to uh, discuss those arguments and get a decision. How could that you know, how could that be bad? That's right. And let's see, our uh, next one on our list is jury trials offer the voice of the people to civil and criminal justice systems. Uh, it's an it's an invitation to participate and uh, you can lend your voice to uh 
to help be part of the system there. That, that's what democracy is, you know, when you think about it. So there's nothing more democratic uh, than the jury system and nothing that protects against tyranny, as we mentioned before, more than, you know, a robust judici- judiciary and, and judicial system that involves juries. Yeah, we want uh, representatives of the people and uh, the people being those on the jury. So thanks for holding on. Uh, Roger from Florence, we're glad you called in to our 10 reasons you should participate in jury duty show go ahead oh what a wonderful show thank you thank you both and all for for putting it on and i want to respond about three callers but there's not there's not time for that the matter the idea of juror questions on record is is really uh, a pregnant idea but there also are some considerations that i think uh, all lawyers would want to consider so i think the supreme court ought to open up the question as to whether we should change the rules and add that i think it would make Bordier a lot more complicated because you'd have to guard against a juror or asking some outrageous prejudicial question you know and making a retrial necessary uh after years and years of trying jury trials all over the state and some federal courts I came to the conclusion that it was rare, but it was it existed, that there were some places, and I'm not going to name counties, but there were some places where the jurors had been tampered with ahead of time. I, I happened to discover a couple of times, only a couple of times, that this actually had happened, and, and there were certain lawyers who were good at this. But one reason, maybe number 11, because it's rare. But reason, one reason for serving on the jury would be to participate in your part of improving and making more justice, more, ju- more, more correct our judicial system. Because jurors can spot uh, matters like that, and jurors can get to know attorneys, and you don't know these attorneys unless you've seen them try to convince a jury of a fact that doesn't exist. So that's reason number 11, maybe. Thanks again for what you do. An interesting uh, perspective. Thank you yeah. so much. Thank you, Roger. That's It is an interesting perspective, and I think uh, Roger would, would agree that, unfortunately, the number of uh, cases that are actually being tried to juries these days is much smaller uh, than when he was uh, practicing and doing those jury trials. Um, and uh, and I think that's unfortunate. Uh, you know, mandatory arbitration, as we talked about, tort reform, really cut down on the number of jury trials that we have. Uh, Derek from Iuka, we're glad that you've called in to our 10 reasons you should participate in jury duty show. Go ahead. Uh, thank you for the call. Um, it, my question is revolving jury nullification. I, I'm concerned because I don't think jurors realize the power they have to nullify bad law. Uh, there are horror stories about judges who will punish people for advocating jury nullification. Is there a proper way? Is there a safe way in a juror, grand juror, or even in a courthouse to advocate for jury nullification of bad law? That's a... It's an interesting, interesting question. And, you know, when we talk about bad law, I think we'd have to figure out what what we mean by bad law, because uh, if we're talking about a, a judge's ruling that people disagree with, uh, you know, then we have protections through the Constitution. But, you know, in terms of actual jury nullification, you don't really hear much about about that happening. And so, um, you know, I, you know, it's a concept where. A trial jury can vote a defendant not guilty 
if they don't support the law itself. So, for example, if someone wanted to say uh, that I don't believe uh, that marijuana uh, should be illegal uh, in the state of Mississippi, even though the law says that marijuana is illegal, the jury could hold someone not guilty uh, of, of uh, possession of marijuana. So, you know, that's that is uh, it's a great question. And it really is a question that if the jury believes that, then maybe we should change the law legislatively. Uh, and so I don't have a, I don't have a really good answer for that. More part of our checks and balances. Um, next, we'll take our last call. Uh, that goes to Frida in Picayune. Thanks for being part of our 10 Reasons You Should Participate in Jury Duty show. Frida, go ahead. Hi, good morning. Thank you for providing this information to us. And my question is easy. I'm just curious, how do people get called to jury duty? Can you guys answer that for me? And I hope you both have a, or all of you, have a great day. Oh, Thanks, Frida. Thank you. Well, Frida, if you are a registered voter, uh, you are on the on the rolls and you can be called to jury duty. And typically uh, the federal courts will uh, send you information uh, and uh, quite often ask you to fill out a questionnaire uh, to know, uh, you know whether you're still at the same address and things like that, whether you're still in that same uh, same district. Uh, state courts will vary, but they will send you some kind of notification saying that you are on call, essentially. And what will happen is typically you'll call in to a uh, uh, voice system that will tell you whether you need to be at the courtroom uh, on a certain day, at the courthouse on a certain day. Uh, And then once you are called and you do need to appear at the courthouse, then you're going to go through a process where oftentimes they'll put you in a group and uh, your group will be called to go through a process called Wadir or Vordire. And uh, they'll ask the lawyers will ask you questions to decide whether you remain uh, a member of the jury or not. And so that, you know, that there's a, a longer, more complex uh, process. But the first step is to be uh, notified that you're on call. All right. So just so everyone knows, number nine, jurors imp- exemplify the principles of equality. You're all equal on a juror. No one, uh, nobody is better. No one is worse than anyone else. And number 10, jurors learn the value of deliberation. Uh, you learn how to, to, to work together to make a, a good decision. Well, thank you so much, Professor Gershon. This has been a great show. Um, our call screener for today's show has been Michelle McAdoo, and our board engineer has been Jay White. And in Oxford. We couldn't do without Tracy Daniel. So for Professor Richard Gershon, who hosts from the University of Mississippi School of Law in Oxford, I'm Liz Gill. Up next is our Dr. Susan Buttress on Relatively Speaking. Her topic is avoiding the pitfalls of step parenting, blending your families. Thanks for listening. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.